<laughs> loss, grief, and life happenings in between. Ah, how is your heart, dear sister? My family lost a mighty one last week, and we have been walking the grieving process. My husband's beloved uncle passed away, so the daisies have been in mourning. So here's my prayer request. Pray for us. Pray for my father-in-law. Pray for my husband. Pray for our uncle's wife and daughter. Pray for the entire family as we prepare to see it till we meet again in a few days. Moments like these are often great reminders of the treasures we get to keep and hold close. And that's what prompted today's episode. Because I know I'm not the only one with a heavy heart about loss. I hear it every day from clients and people I get the privilege of interacting with. I hear it in the news, social media, everywhere. Some of you, as you're listening to this, have a lot going on. First, can we all just pause and breathe and exhale? <sighs> that felt good, right? How often are you inhaling and exhaling? How often do you catch yourself holding your breath? How are some benefits that you get to receive when you do these deep breathing exercises? Here are some of them. Deep breathing decreases stress, increases calm, relieves pain, stimulates the lymphatic system, improves immunity, increases energy, lowers blood pressure, improves digestion, and helps support correct posture. How are you sitting right now? <laughs> okay, now that we got that done and your mind is here, let's get into some fun ways we can choose to live free today. We are adulting today. <laughs> or maybe upgrading our approach to adulting. Yes. I get the pleasure of calling up some of my good adulting friends <laughs> to check on how adulting is going. And this sounds like a fun episode, right? And I'm looking forward to it. So how about you come along and let's see what's up. Let's go. grief through the loss, there is still joy. Hi friend, this is Kate A. Cook-A-Daisy and it is great to have you listening. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry of I Am Free Woman is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free in Christ every day. I believe healing is our choice and as we say it here and once we embrace the process, we can truly heal as we heal others and so we say healed people heal people. I want to give a shout out as always. I want to shout out Carmen Constantia for following us on Instagram, Carmen Constantia. Uh, thank you so much, Carmen, to all and to all our listeners for the support. It means a lot to me. Welcome to our dear sister community, Carmen and everybody. You can find all about me and the organization I Am Free Woman at ChiefJoyActivator.com and IamFreeWoman.org. And I just want to say a few things. Um, I want you to subscribe to receive firsthand news and information and updates as we go along and as you go along with us. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you can stay connected and plugged into us. And if you're on YouTube, remember to subscribe. Please rate and like the content on Apple Podcasts and also leave the reviews. I have been sharing some of your reviews and I love it. <laughs> this podcast is me and you navigating the world of healing the heart and mind by integrating faith and well-being tools to activate your spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical healing. And the bonus financial well-being, relational well-being, and so on. 
I bring the parts of me that are healed and the parts that are still healing, along with important friends I will invite to sit with me and sit with us. And so walking the rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic godly self can sometimes be so tricky. And so this podcast, Choose to Live Free, is my way of making faith work plus healing plus everything in between life and living it relatable and joy-filled. <laughs> so I want you to feel welcome, okay? All right, so let's get in. When you hear the word, the word adulting, I said world, oh my goodness, anyway. When you hear the word adulting, it could be someone's world, actually. I see the Holy Spirit. Okay, I hear you. what you're doing. He's like, it could be someone's world. It's all about adulting now. <laughs> when you hear the word adulting, what comes to mind immediately? Is it generations such as millennials, baby boomers, Gen Zs, and so on? Is it the literal age of when someone is deemed as an adult? For example, in the United States, depending on where you are in the state, it could be 18. And in some states, actually, a 16-year-old can actually seek emancipation. I know. They could actually say, I don't want to be parented anymore. I want to be an adult. So is it the literal age of when someone is deemed an adult? Is it the act of behaving in a manner that says, oh, look, she or he is an adult, all grown up? By the way, do we ever get all grown up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's an episode for another time. I don't think so, but we'll see. Life is an ever-written story filled with lessons. Should I repeat that? Life is an ever-written story filled with lessons. The dictionary believe it or not, has a definition for adulting. Yes, adulting is, and I quote, the practice of behaving in a way characteristic of a responsible adult, especially the accomplishment of mundane but necessary tasks. Wow, this definition is a mouthful. It is. This definition is a mouthful. And first of all, let's start to see what this definition is all about. First, the word practice which means the act of adulting is an ongoing repetition of doing things over and over and over and over again, like working a job. <laughs> so that, that's the first word, practice. The second word is behaving, which essentially denotes adulting requires habits, healthy or unhealthy. To adult, you have to have habits. You have to have some behaviors that you do. <laughs> You need to develop some habits which become behaviors that get you to display or demonstrate uh, the things that you need to do over and over and over again. Some of these behaviors can be picked up along the way in life and some are carried over from childhood. The word responsible, whew, what weight that carries, right, can also be found in the definition of adulting. How many of us started hearing this word responsible from when we were young, like five years old, and didn't even know how to spell it? <laughs> Depending on the cultural factors within which you were raised, for some, there is the expectation to be responsible as early as four or five years old. Yes. And for some, it is 18 or even 21. And for some, you're just left up to your own devices. <laughs> Side note, let us not blame the parenting we received, okay? In my Ghanaian Fanti dialect, we will say parents are bread, which means parents are tired. <laughs> I'm a parent and I'm tired. <laughs> Depending on the economic environment within which you grew up in, you had to be responsible very fast, very fast. And by the way, 
economic factors can be great and still the child is forced, in quote, to be responsible before their natural ability. Let's just say the training of be on being responsible starts very early and parental expectations are set really high. Now that's like, that's like three episodes or podcasts in one because we are talking about parental expectations. We are talking about responsibility. We are talking about the natural ability of a person versus what they are trained to be. Wow, that's a lot. And that all in there is responsibility. And so you have four-year-olds, five-year-olds that have to be responsible for the little things like washing plates and making their bed. Or these are all some cultures, four or five-year-olds are very responsible. Yes. When you are hearing me describe um, this type of things that happens in society and even how you were raised and all that. This is something that we would describe as epigenetics. And I think I have an episode where I talk all about that, where the development of a child goes beyond what happens in their biological DNA makeup. There are other factors that impact the child's development from zero through adulthood. Even now, as an adult, the environment you're in is constantly influencing, shaping who you are becoming slowly. That's the process of adulting too. So to recap, the definition of adulting is this, the practice of behaving in a way characteristic of a responsible adult, especially the accomplishment of mundane but necessary tasks. Let's talk about the last part, especially the accomplishment of mundane but necessary tasks. Mundane but necessary tasks. <laughs> Accomplishment, successfully completing a task. Mundane, lacking interest or excitement, necessary, required to be done, achieved. Isn't that adulting though? <laughs> Can we just say this? What the majority of what adulting feels like? This is it, right? This is it. You accomplish something successfully. Sometimes it lacks interest or excitement. And sometimes it's necessary, like waking up, make, working the job, paying the bills, getting the kids fed, all those things. That is the essence of adulting. <laughs> Every day you wake up, by God's grace, you repeat the same task that often lacks interest or excitement. Yet they are required to be done in your life in order to live, survive. But then there's a thriving part, right, that you own the thriving part you own. Nobody can give you that thriving part. Only you can give yourself that. But what's missing from this definition? I'll see. Having the mindset to live out your tasks in a way that sparks interest. Remember, I said thrive, ignites excitement, and although required to live, you feel fully alive when you get them done. Ooh-wee! I love my definition. Having the mindset to live out your tasks in a way that sparks interest, ignites excitement, and although required to live, you feel fully alive when you get those tasks done. Now that is adulting we all desire and deserve to have. The thriving part, the excitement, all those things. I love my definition, y'all. I do. <laughs> but the journey to get into this type of definition of adulting takes time. And it takes a lot of process and it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of grooming and unlearning and relearning and so many things. So this episode, we are really going to be talking about it. And it's not the first because I want you to welcome yourself and welcome everybody to what I call the first installment of Adulting with Kate and Friends. <laughs> So as you will hear from some of my friends, adulting is less about age and biology and more about mindset. It's a combination of both. 
And it's more of a mindset as you begin to realize that you are adulting. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Let no one look down on your youthfulness, but rather in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. Show yourself an example of those who believe. Let no one look down on your youthfulness, but rather in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. Show yourself as an example of those who believe. If you believe and are being discipled by God, we serve. He doesn't want you to lose your youthfulness. So it is not about age, really, when it comes to adulting. Age has an influence because, of course, you're learning and making mistakes and growing and, you know, all those things, life lessons. It is more about yourself, your speech, your behaviors, your habits, your love, your faith, your holiness. That's how you're proving yourself to be an adult. And so then, to have this fully thriving adulthood, what are some of the secrets, you may ask? Well, there are many, and in this first installment of Adulting with Kate and Friends, <laughs> we will share what we know for sure. And so I'm going to share a little bit. And then what I get to do is I get to call out my friends live and we get to hear what they have to say when it comes to adulting. All right. So I remember when my dad came home one day uh, and told me I was traveling, traveling to the United States the next day, literally the next day. I had completed my TOEFL exam, visa interviewed, and all the necessary requirements. I vaguely remember the school I was even supposed to attend at that time, and even what all I was, I was going to be doing. But my parents did not sit me down and lecture me for hours about traveling abroad at 18. I was just that, it was just that quick. It was just, you know, my dad came home, literally said, here. Okay, so let me tell you, this is what he said. <clears throat> Abba, look, look. And by the way, my dad was a stammer. He said, Yeredina erutukwan echna, and that's fanti. So that means, Abba, look, look, get ready. You're traveling tomorrow. And then he added, Eroko America, which means you're going to America. <laughs> yes, that was it. And then he went to his bedroom. So what did Abba do? And Abba is my middle name, by the way. I quickly put on my mumu dress and dashed all the way to my then boyfriend's house. <laughs> <laughs> gave him a big hug through the tears, explained to him what was happening, literally. So we said our goodbyes with a promise of continuing the relationship long distance. Mm -hmm. And if you know me personally, who I am married to now, you know that promise did not hold. <laughs> now that's a story for another time. Now that was probably my true gateway into adulting. Prior to this incident, I had had lots of moments to adult, but they were necessary for survival. Responsibility to complete assignments from school, take care of my personal hygiene, responsibility to navigate teen years, you know, through all the abuse and all that I received. This gateway that my dad presented to me, instructed me, or even told me that I was going to do was the moment I realized that I was no longer a child, both physically and mentally. I had to grow up quickly to make decisions that will keep me alive and eventually keep me thriving. Yep. Before we hear from my friends, allow me to share my number one secret to adulting. Now, I would mention a healthy personal relationship with God, but honestly, that is very personal and how God is represented in each person's life is unique. When I think back to that day when my dad schlepped <laughs> me off to Kotoka International Airport and dropped me off, I knew God was with me, but I didn't know him well then. 
I was 18, scared, getting on a plane by myself for the first time, traveling to another country thousands of miles away from what I was used to amongst a bunch of strangers for the first time. If I remember that moment, all I remember was pushing through that fear and activating this mindset. A mindset that spoke to the fear I had about all the uncertainties presented to me, the cultural shocks I would experience, and the ignorance with which I navigated life in America for a while. So what kind of mindset was that? Now I know what it is, which is a growth mindset, a mindset that spoke resilience, a mindset of believing that the prophecies I was told and the dreams that I had could be possible. Let me take this mindset a bit further now that I am adulting. (laughs) I would say having the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ protects the heart. The mind of Christ sets you apart. The mind of Christ produces peace and joy. The mind of Christ leads to knowledge, insight, understanding, and wisdom. I hope you're picking up all these nuggets that I'm putting down. It takes a lifetime to grow into such a mindset. So relax, my dear sister, relax, no stress. (laughs) Live your life, enjoy the breeze. Your walk with God offers many opportunities to activate and continue to renew this mindset of Christ. I must say, when it comes to adulting, a personal relationship with God is like the overarching covering for navigating life itself, period. Aside from this covering, resilience is everything. Never stop persevering through storms and stills of life. Let me say that again. Never stop persevering through the storms and stills of life. The challenges, the mundane, and the uninteresting aspects of life. The necessary yet basic survival requirements of life. Because whether you like it or not, Life keeps happening around you. The question is, what would you do when life happens? Resilience is your capacity to withstand or recover quickly from difficulty. But sidebar, one person's rate of recovery may look different from another person's rate of recovery. So the goal is not so much how fast you recover. The goal is that you get back up and you recover. Yes. Now let's hear from my friends what they have to say about adulting. First up, we have my college friend and one of my closest confidants today, Mary. She is Fijian American, beautiful spirit inside and out, a single mom of two beautiful children, successful entrepreneur and professional. She is the one I go to when I need real talk, and I mean real talk about adulting. (laughs) We laugh, we cry, and talk about what else? Our family lives. All right. So let's hear what Mary has to say. Heads up, you will hear her son Eli in and out of our discussion. Like I say here on Choose to Live Free podcast, kids are welcome. So let's hear Mary. (laughs) I'm doing this thing called adulting with Kate and friends. (laughs) Okay, okay. And so ever so often I'll call a few of my friends and ask them how they're doing adulting. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm going to have you, I have three questions that I'll ask you. So it's basically gleaning on your wisdom um, and how you do adulting. Um, that gives you the peace of mind and, you know, all that. And you're like, okay, if I have anything to get, tell you, the young lady, this is what I'll say. Right, right. Yeah, I know. That sounds like... So you ready for the first okay. question? Oh, right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, I thought I had time. So, so the first question wants to know what is what is it that I love about what do you love? adulting? Yeah, what do you love about adulting? 
I guess I love the challenges that comes with adulting. Mm, um, that's a first. <laughs> yeah, because all challenges is basically a roadway to grow. You know, it's a challenge because you're not good at it. You're mm-hmm. not good at adulting. So um, then, then it becomes about how do I become good at balancing life? Interesting. Life mm-hmm. as a full-time mother, a life as a full-time worker, and also doing things that I love, like working out. Mm-hmm. How do I get back to my business? And I'm still figuring, still figuring that out, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> So I love challenges, period. Um, because, again, through challenges, that's how I become a better version of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So obviously I don't have it down, and that's what I appreciate about adulting. Yeah. Paying bills and, you know, mastering money, mastering motherhood, um, single motherhood specifically, you know? Yeah. And I like I like the word that you're using. I like that word that you're using. That's in mastering. That is, I know this is this is what I've been given. Let me do everything I can in my power to do it well. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, and I and I'm still figuring that out because right now, um, I'm in the mode of how do I keep the house spotless while I'm working full time, while I'm taking care of a baby Mm. and also take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Like I love going to the gym. You know, I love working out. Um, There are many things I love to do. I love reading. You know, I love meditation. So I'm having to, um, I'm constantly changing my schedule. Sometimes I wake up at 3 a.m., um, to get in my meditation, get in my workout before my son wakes up, um, and maybe even clean if I have to. There's something that needs to be clean. Um, when do I cook? Do I cook do I meal, meal prep, which is something I've been wanting to do, but I haven't done. For I years, do I remember. I remember yeah. how many times. Kate, how do you meal prep? Kate, how do you meal prep? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Um, and that was one thing you had down. You can, you know, I think you grew up with, with that, like meal prep um, during the weekend for the week. Remember we went to like uh, New Jersey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, you know, my auntie just made all of this and then we just, you know, they eat it throughout the week. So I remember it from that. Um <laughs> Because, see, in my culture, we cook every day. Oh. You know, we go grocery shopping that afternoon to make meal that evening. But then again, with the Fijian culture, um, women are, you know, they're, they're stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. So it's different, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, I'm not a stay-at-home mom. I work, you know? So I'm trying to figure out that balance of... Um, meal prepping or cooking at that moment. And what I want to do, Kate, is really just um, create an Excel sheet like you have. Like I have. <laughs> and like, what are you going to eat each day of the week? <laughs> oh. And all right and in my head i've always had this intention of doing it but in the midst of it you know things always show up like going to hawaii for two weeks 
threw off where I was at. You know, so it's like it's like starting over again. Like, okay, where am I at? Let's get this routine back on that place. I had it. So I can do meal prepping and all of that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of part of adulting. You're doing a lot of adapting and figuring out yes. new ways of doing things, you know. That's absolutely uh, yeah. That's, that's because every every situation is different with every person. You know, mm-hmm. it could be a marriage and children. For me, specifically, it's being a full time single mother, a full time worker. You know, and where does that fit into my schedule? You know, um, to the point, my home is always clean which pretty much it is but mm-hmm. i want to set schedule like i want to be able to be like monday clean up the bathroom tuesday clean up, <laughs> you know deep cleaning certain days listen i actually decided that i looked at my schedule and i told myself i said cleaning the house is going to be the last saturday of the month because that's when i'm pretty much free like that whole day is dedicated to me cleaning meal prepping doing all the things that you know oftentimes during the month you're like oh my god i can't do this and so and so because we tried having a cleaner come in and they weren't cleaning the way i wanted it to you know (laughs) i'm like i'm paying you but it wasn't being cleaned the way i wanted to so i was like oh i gotta do this myself so yeah, and see, for me, it, the fun for me is in the figuring it out. Mm, yeah, That's, yeah. So when you, when you said love about adulting, for me, the love is in figure. Like, I have to do it myself. Mm, I have to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. figure this delicate, intricate balance that mm-hmm, I have to create. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have to do that, you mm-hmm. know? And when I do that then I would have some sort of satisfaction that I have achieved something. Mm, so you love so that's the challenge. Me, the fun mm-hmm. of, yes, that's, mm-hmm. that's what's fun to me about adulting. Like, that's good. I'm, I'm in this situation. Um, there's a delicate balance that I have to figure out to maintain because I believe you can create that balance, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've like adjusted my work schedule, you know, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've done the waking up super early in the morning and then I've done the waking up later, staying up late at night and I'm still figuring that out. And so I feel like I'm sort of getting there a little bit like, oh, I'm, and it's like five years in, right? Mm -hmm. I'm still figuring it out. So listen, let, let's go to the next question. Um, <laughs> he wants to go to the playground. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, it's like, it, we're already time to get ready. And you didn't finish cleaning up your room. <laughs> so the next question mm-hmm. is, what is, what about adulting really, um, you know, kind of, you don't, you don't like, you know, what don't you like about it? What I do not like about adulting. Well, you don't really relax. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you don't really, not adulting in America. Mm -hmm. You don't really get to relax. I like that. Even if you're relaxing, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your mind is still going. Mm -hmm, You know, it's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you got to do this, you got to do that. Mm -hmm, Did you remember this? You you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's going all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and that's why I have to meditate, you know, because it's like in that meditation, I'm focusing on just being still. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because outside of that, if I'm sitting on the couch, I'm not still, not mm -hmm. all of me still. Like my mm -hmm. mind is going still, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's the thing I don't like about adulting specifically in America. I think it'd be a lot different if I'm on the island somewhere and I don't have like a lot of like responsibilities, like paying for bills. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But here, because we do live in that society, capitalist ah! society, you do have to worry about these things, you yeah. know, making sure um, the child is good, making sure things are paid for and you're in a good place. Yeah. And I guess what you really what, don't get to relax. Yeah. What you're, what you're saying is one of those things about adulting is the environment what? that you find yourself in can also kind of influence how you adult, you know? Um, Fiji is different from America. America is different from Ghana. All these places have like cultural, um, factors that influences how people adult, but it's not, it's the same thing. It's just that one is high paced than another, you know, America is high paced, yeah. you know, fast paced environment and then in other cultures we tend to be slow you know we take it slow mm -hmm. but we are we all do. doing the same you know <laughs> right yeah, it's very different there because you're still you know at home taking care of children cleaning the house it's mm -hmm. still the same or similar responsibilities mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. when i grew up a lot of women in my country didn't work but that's changing Mm. You know, women more more are beginning to work in 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 Fiji now. Mm -hmm. um, so it's about so they're still balancing that. So when I'm talking about like my culture, I'm making references to when I grew up, where men were the breadwinners and women were stay at home mm -hmm. um, mothers. You know, mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. also depending if one is living in the village or one is living in the city, because if a woman is in the village, they don't have to worry about money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. You get your food from the ocean, from the plantation, you can live uh, a bill-free life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's different, you know, for, different. for those living in the village and those yeah. living in the city. Yeah, yeah, I hear um, yeah. But that's the beauty, too, of, like, living a simple life. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what we're all trying to get back to now? Society, you know, wanting to have a... Yeah. A simple, you know, I want to work from home so I can spend some time, you know, doing the things I love. And everybody is searching for that now, you know, trying to have a simple, mm -hmm. simple life, but still thrive in that simplicity, you know, of life. Right. So, all right. Yeah, and for me, right, and for me growing up too, okay, I've lived that life. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be relaxed, to be in a slow society, um, that's very chilled and you know they're not burdened by bills so I've, I've i understood that life growing up and for me it's just you know coming to that fine balance mm -hmm. with where i'm at mm -hmm. with american society you know so the last question then is you know, looking at the folks that are still trying to adult and we do have some in terms of age, adulting is not about age. Adulting is mindset. And we do have some folks that are still trying to figure out what this whole thing is about when it comes to adulting. What would you tell the other person that's really struggling to figure things out? And it's like, oh my God, adulting is so hard. You know? <laughs> yeah, I I would say 
Um, when you're young, I wish I read more about how to be a responsible adult Ooh. or, um, you know, like, like money. Mm-hmm. Like I think money is an important aspect of adulting mm. and that aspect is not really taught mm-hmm. in schools. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is changing today. Um, it's not really taught by your parents. You know, you just know that, oh yeah, you have a roof over your head. You don't really know like how much bills are. Um, so I think that is very important to learn when you are young because you are living in a capitalistic society. Mm-hmm. Um, and continue to learn from young through college, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and because I'm learning that now. And I've been, I've been consciously making it a point to learn it for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Like, what does it mean to have a good credit? And what do you need to do to have good credit, you know? How, like, budgeting, managing your money wisely, mm. making money work for you, um, all of that. None of us, were, you know, learned that as, as a child growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so specifically here in America, I think that's actually one of the root causes of poverty, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I like that. I like the focus that you place on finances and, you know, we didn't, yeah, we didn't get taught that. You know, we did not get taught and you learn it the hard way. You make mistakes and you learn and you, we keep making, you know, we keep making mistakes and you're learning along the way. So I think that is one thing that definitely as a parent, I have actually made it um, like one of the things that I will be teaching my children, you know, helping them to save, helping them to invest and all that. And you see a lot of that these days on social media where people are trying to capitalize on some people's ignorance of not knowing mm-hmm. and trying to say, yeah, I oh, love absolutely. It, you know? so, so, yeah, I mean, that's why there's uh, people taking advantage of people, businesses, you mm-hmm. know, these loans with high interest rates targeted at, at poor people hmm. uh, because they're desperate to get a loan. A lot of times the interest rate is super high and mm-hmm. they don't know, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> with Eli, you know, I think what we're going to do is just, he has a little piggy bank, you know, and I've been trying to like, this is still developing as we speak, you know, it's, it hasn't, I haven't applied it yet, but I was thinking of having him do something he really loves, like, and then paying him for doing it, like one cent here, one cent there, just so we can learn about pennies. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, we'll start learning about pennies, I'll pay him, and then he has enough pennies will go buy something so he he can understand how money is applied into life at a very young age Mm -hmm, mm um and just learning different like coins you know Uh, so i want to create that system so that he starts learning okay these are pennies okay this many pennies can buy me this or these are nickels um so i was thinking we're going to start with pennies dealing with pennies and then once he's done with pennies we'll go to nickels you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i like that so that is a good idea mm-hmm. yeah right like maybe it's building like a because he loves building legos and things like that so if he can complete one i'll give him a penny <laughs> and it's like two pennies three pennies mm-hmm. and then we'll count pennies together i like that i'm um, sure i'm sure someone listening is probably like oh that's a good idea you know i'm sure so well, that's all you get in terms of questions when it comes to Kate and friends at Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> of course. My pleasure. <laughs>
Wow, isn't she awesome, full of wisdom? Next, let me call on my other girlfriend who I do live with here in the A, Atlanta. Will Kenya! <laughs> I just love her, full of life and a true cheerleader of her friends. Everyone needs a Will Kenya in their life. Pray with, laugh with, do business with, she's all that to me. She's a single woman, Dominican-American, navigating life with God and on purpose to obey him. She serves as the vice president for I Am Free Woman. Woo! Three questions that I'll be asking you and you get to just share what comes to your heart, really, when it comes to adulting and what you think about adulting. So you ready? Uh, okay. Wait, hold on. <laughs> what did you just do? I wish I could see you. <laughs> no, I, um, I have this cough and sometimes I have to cough. So. <laughs> All right, now I'm ready. <laughs> now you're ready. All right, the first question that I have is, when it comes to adulting, what is some, what, what the one thing that you really enjoy, like you love about adulting? Um, the freedom that it gives me. <laughs> so I feel like I have several options. You know, not unlike when you were, you know, when, when I was younger, you had to abide by your parents' rules. <clears throat> and so during the, adulting is very much the opposite. Now you can abide by all, your own rules. Mm -hmm. And you can definitely have, I feel like you just have the options. I have more options and more freedom mm -hmm. to do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And isn't that yeah. what the autonomy that everyone is looking for these days is like, I want autonomy to do what I want. <laughs> I mean, that's only part. I mean, that's only part of adulting. I mean, there's a, another different component of it that is like, you know, can be helped. Mm -hmm. But um, having to make those decisions for yourself. Yeah. Cause, I mean, yeah, so that, that freedom comes with responsibility as well. Mm, that word, you know? that word. Like, <laughs> you have to make sure that you're making the right decisions and decisions that affect you in a positive way and also affect everybody around you, you know? Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. So when did you realize that you were adulting? Because, you know, I was looking at the definition for adulting and all that, and there was a lot about responsibility and making sure mm -hmm. that you're accomplishing, you know, even the everyday necessary mundane tasks and all that. And as I was thinking mm -hmm. about it, I said, wait, but that is like, you know, when you were in high school, you got up and you got to school on time, most times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you did some things that would be considered adulting, right? So when does adulting really like, you know, start? You know, is there like an age where, you know, I know science, science will say, you know, you're not officially an adult. Your brain is not officially an adult until you're 25. But a lot yeah. happens before 25. Yes, a lot of happens. I mean, and it also depends on just your upbringing, your childhood, your environment, mm. you know, who you interact with. Mm -hmm. All of that kind of mm -hmm. affects the way that you live and navigate life. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I feel like there, I feel like there were certain parts of my life where I felt like an adult, you know, mm -hmm. you know, when I left my parents home, um, you know, when I started, um, as it called dating or whatever you want to call it, like there's just certain parts of it. But I think that overall, I can say it wasn't just, it was only just recently, like a few, 
years ago or a couple of years ago where I felt like, man, I'm, I'm, like, I'm an adult and this is hard sometimes. And I don't want to be an adult. <laughs> you know, because I mean, I definitely went through a lot as an adult um, just this past few years. And so that, you know, there's some hard decisions that I had to make, some hard uh, things that I had to go through. And so... I was like, man, this is <laughs> this is tough. So yeah, I think you are t- definitely right that even though uh, you know at 21 you kind of become an adult, that that feeling there's a there's a sense of maturity and feeling that comes with it as well. Mm-hmm. And I think it also has to really depend on the. I, I feel like the the scenarios and situations that arise and how you navigate those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it comes with a, a, a maturity component as well. Yeah. So I feel like for me, I started to really be serious about life. Not, 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 it was again, a few years ago. It wasn't, it was very recent that mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I feel like an adult. Yeah. And you know, when you yeah. talked about, the environment. I love that because the environment that I grew up in Ghana is different from you and Dominican Republic Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, America and other parts of the world. So definitely that influence is so key. Like how the the environment definitely influences one's maturity um, when it comes to growing up. Yep. Yeah, definitely agree with that. And just, um, just also family dynamics. So, you know, I, I I grew up in the church, and so I was very much sheltered from life's experiences, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, from a lot of things um, in, my, when, in my upbringing because my parents were pastors. And so for me, like, that, and, and that's why I say it wasn't just too recently because I didn't really go through, like, the whole, you know, drinking, phase or you know never touched a cigarette you know like I didn't go through those phases in in I was very much sheltered Mm -hmm. in my in my life Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. um and even when I got out of my parents uh space I was not into any of that stuff because I I was not up I didn't grow up you know in Mm -hmm. any of those type Mm -hmm. of environments Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that really does affect the way that you Again, navigate how you view life, how you mature um, in this, in this, uh, what's it called? Season. Season. Called, this season of life. Yeah. yeah. So now that, you know, that's, that's what you enjoy, um, the freedom. What don't you mm-hmm. care for so much that you wish y- your parents could do for you for the rest of your life? <laughs> Can you pay my bills? <laughs> Can you take care of my finances for me? <laughs> that can just go in and out. Can, do, do I have to work for real? Can you take care of that? <laughs> I think that, again, adulting comes with responsibilities. And so for me, it's like when I had, like, when I realized that I have to work mm-hmm. because I had to have insurance and because my car needed insurance, my car needed maintenance and, and because of rent and all that stuff, I'm like, man, this is a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me this. Nobody t- 
told me this was going to be difficult. You, you know, like, yes, there's a sense of freedom, but at the same time, depending on just life, like depending on uh, where you are financially, there's certain things that you just can't do, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I'm like, if somebody can take care of that for me, it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think i agree with you it's that that those parts of the responsibility that's like okay so can someone do this for me and that'll be great so, so what is the one thing what is your number one secret like you know i know there are so many but we're going to number it what's your number one secret that you would give um like if you had to pick and give mm-hmm. a, another young lady like your two cents about um, embracing adulting and just doing it and doing it well. What would you tell them? I this is what I how I live life, right? Um, I I've noticed the life to certain things that just that are going to happen, mm-hmm. and that you don't have any control over, mm. and certain things are going to happen that is going to hurt, and I think that. It's important for you to be patient mm-hmm. and open-minded mm-hmm. about just situations because you just never know. Um, they, I feel like sometimes, uh, you know, God takes us places for a reason and, and we go through situations for a reason. And so during those time, those tough times or just during even those happy times, just mm-hmm. like in general, be open-minded to what God is going to do in your life. Mm-hmm. Be open-minded to just receiving advice and receiving con- a correction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say be patient with yourself because you're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And be patient with others because others aren't perfect either. Mm-hmm. 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 And it goes back to that upbringing. So along with that learning, I think we even said that in small group yesterday, learning to mm-hmm. let go of some of those things that we all grew up with and now it's kind of like mm-hmm. oh you know i need to let go of that you know yeah so so yeah well oh. this has been great Definitely. thank you for picking up the call <laughs> you're welcome thank you for giving me a call <laughs> you'll get to come on officially for your time okay your time slot yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes. But, but thank wait. you for joining Kate and Friends when it comes to adulting now. Adulting with Kate and Friends. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> okay. That sounds great. <laughs> and these friends of mine, they just picked up and were like, what do you want? <laughs> so there you have it, dear sister. First installment of Adulting with Kate and Friends. I hope you enjoyed it. Here are three thoughts that I'm leaving you with today. Adulting is more of a mindset than an age to focus on. However, depending on the culture and familial influences, you may take on the mindset of adulting faster in life than your biological age of development. The key here is being taught life values, principles that you can employ throughout your life. The value of being responsible is a core factor in adulting. Responsible for both the mundane as well as the exciting parts of your life. Thought number two, master your life, embrace life challenges and set your mindset to win at life. Embracing challenges helps you become a better version of yourself. Resisting the challenges only exacerbates your suffering and disappointments. Learn to process and regulate your emotions. Remember, adulting comes in stages, so don't try to figure everything out now. Learn to be flexible with yourself, okay? Thought number three, 
you ha you do have freedom as an adult. This freedom can be lived in well, but you will need to un unlearn and freeze some things you may pick up along the way. Be mindful in the growing pains and processing of unlearning and be hopeful as you discover new things about yourself and life. Be patient with yourself and others and take the scenic route as you adult. <laughs> take the scenic route as you adult. Now that's a t-shirt. <laughs> Here are three words for you. Mastering adulting. And actually here are three phrases or terms for you. Mastering adulting. Mind of Christ in the scenic route. Yes. So three actions that I want you to commit to from this episode. Number one, please rate, review the podcast if it's blessing you in any way. Connect with me, connect with us, subscribe, like, share, comment, follow, all those things. I want to hear from you, okay? And thank you to those who are reaching out, those who are sending feedback. Thank you so much. It helps me a lot. Action number two, assess where you are in your adulting journey and seek the guidance you need from the Holy Spirit, from a coach, from a mentor, from a whoever it is to help you so that you know how you are doing and where you are going. As I have shared from 1 Timothy 4 verse 12, let no one look down on your youthfulness, dear sister, but rather in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity, you must show yourself as an example of those who believe. So if you believe that there is a God, and if you believe that Jesus is the one, then you better start adulting the right way. Action number three, we have a death in the family, as I said, and so my husband's uncle's funeral is coming up. And unfortunately, we will have to postpone our dear sister live summit that we're going to have um, on February 11th. We are now moving that to February 25th. So if you're planning on joining us live on that Saturday, please note that it has moved to Saturday, February 25th. And God will have it. Some things have happened and there's a surprise. So I can wait to show you what that is. Okay. I am an action girl because I know the God that we serve is an action God, the do God, the kind of Jesus girl that I'm always wanting to do. So not hearing only, but also doing it. It's the gift that God has given me. And I know God has given you some gifts as well. It is always a great time, a great time walking in my purpose, teaching and building you up. And I hope that you also do the same. I have tasted it and I know what my heart feels when I am at peace and I have joy residing in there. Living free is everyday godly decisions that frees your heart and mind, feeds your heart and mind, and focuses your heart and mind. My heart is full and I hope yours is too. So listen, dear sister, I want you to be different. I want us to be different. I want us to thrive in this whole adulting situation, right? And I am so happy that I get to walk in my purpose to help so many of you live joyfully free and walk your purpose too. There is work to do and transforming our hearts and mind. And it is always going to be an everyday uh, job that we get to do. And I love it. So let's choose to be free. Let's choose to live free. Let's choose to stay free. Being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women and men of God. <laughs> and until next time, this is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator, signing out. May God's goodness and mercies follow you always. And remember, healed people heal people. So go into the world and heal someone today. And I want to say a great shout out and thank you to my friends, Wilkinia and Mary, for hanging out with me on the podcast today. I love you guys. And I hope to talk and see and hear from you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye.